Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy, Romance, and All of the Perfect Places They Intersect. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. And it is Thursday, December 31st, last fucking day of 2020. I'm a little backlit this morning. Uh, if you're on video, I am um, recording this much later than usual. It's like 924. Uh, I had a little bit of a rickety morning uh, because I, I only check one email on my phone, uh, which is like my semi-secret email which only some people have. Um, and it's like the people I actually want to hear from. But I had an email this morning from Dorinda Jones, um, who had been beta reading my book for me, uh, The Golden Griffin and the Bear Prince. And she had a major critique. She had a major problem with what uh, was going on in the book. And it was something that other beta readers had noted too. And I thought I would fix and it's still there. <clears throat> and so this is a book that I'm <laughs> thought was in pretty good shape. And actually it is in good shape. It's just this opening that I'm struggling with. And it's, it has to go to the proofreader by Monday. And even if I could like mess with her timing a little bit, um, I can't really do a massive rewrite at this point without pushing back the release date. And so, you know, I'm sharing this because, um, so that you guys know that this happens, you know, like this is what my, I don't know, my umpteenth novel at this point and figuring out where and how to begin a book is continues to be one of the greatest challenges of, um, I think for any writer, and I have told this anecdote many times about someone who got very upset about a critique and <clears throat> they were talking about that the people, <clears throat> excuse me, now I have to sip some water, I'm kind of froggy. <clears throat> so this was with a, um, a critique. Oh, I'm trying to think of how to explain it. Like, a. It was a project we were doing and where we were offering people critiques. And so people got upset by the critiques that they were given. And one of the accusations was, is that somebody had told one of the people who had had their manuscripts critiqued that they were, um, that the book had started in a, in a, in the wrong place, that they suggested that the books start at a different place farther in. And uh, the people upset about this, it said, you know, she's a published author. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, all authors, I don't care how well published you are, um, struggle with figuring out where to start a book. If you are a published author out there and doing awesome and can tell me that uh, you've never struggled with where to start a book, then more power to you. I, I'm jealous because <laughs> I do think it's hard. So anyway, um, what the feedback that Dorinda gave me, because I absolutely respect her opinion, um, 
freaked me out. <laughs> and I thought, oh my God, you know, I was hoping to get this revision done today and tomorrow so I can have the weekend and send it off to my proofreader. And it's like, that is just, um, you know, how, how do I address her feedback? How do I, you know, how do I deal? How do I deal? Besides having a meltdown, which I did, I had a little mini meltdown, which is always acceptable, right? That that's just, um, do rigueur that you allow yourself to, uh, you know, allow the emotions to pass through. You don't bottle them up. So, <clears throat> and I'm sharing this so that you guys know, uh, what you do when you're in this position. So I have a couple of choices. I could like totally rewrite the way she suggests um, and push back release, which would mean pushing back release date, which I was like, oh my God, is this, is this what I need to do? But I also had three other people beta read this book and two of them, one of them had not mentioned this particular problem. The other two had mentioned it. And like I said, I thought I had addressed it, but I clearly, I didn't think I had. So I, I ended up emailing one of them, uh, Jim Sorensen, and I called him this morning or asked him if he could chat and got him on the phone. And that, that's a good way to do it. Because you go to back to one of the people and you say, okay, here's the feedback I'm getting. I don't know how to solve this problem. I know you had this similar problem. This is what I've done to address it. What the hell do I do now? And he was, I mean, it was great to talk to Jim because he is like, no, no, no. I don't think you need to rewrite this whole book. He said, I think this could be very easily solved. And he gave several suggestions. So. One thing to think about, and I do think that this is um, a very useful piece of advice that I've heard from many authors, is that when you get feedback or critique on a book, that what the people tell you is not working for them or wrong, if we want to say wrong, um, if you, what, what they tell you is almost always correct. They are almost always exactly right in, tell, in identifying a problem. But when they tell you how to fix it, they're almost always wrong. And so I was kind of using this to soothe myself with Dorinda's suggestion for how to fix this. Um, I thought, okay, she's right that it's a problem, but she's probably wrong in how to fix it. I've got some sort of hair dangling in my face here. Um, so getting Jim on the phone and talking it through with him, he did give me suggestions for how to fix it. But partly I was saying, okay, what if I did this? Would this address the problem? And so we came up with a solution that I think is doable. So, uh, oh, let's see. Don Raver commented, I'm sort of in your boat. Betas loved the story, made them cry in places, but the ending fell short. So I'll be re rewriting the end. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just have to rewrite the end because it's like, it's tempting to ignore the advice. It's tempting to say, oh, well, <laughs> I have to get this to the proofreader and I have a release date. 
and I don't have time to to do this. And this is something we do in self-publishing is that I do not have the buffer times that I would with my traditional publishing titles. So there's that. Um, probably I should have given myself more room on this book. But yeah, sometimes you just have to look at the rewrite. And But I do think that that's a good way of going about it. That, um, you know, like, I'm sorry, it's probably Donna. Sorry, I said that wrong. I'm like looking at this from a little ways away, Donna. But yeah, you know, when they tell you that it fell short, you have to respect that and think, okay, then how do I fix this? What do I do? Because what they tell you to do to fix it is probably not correct. Yes, thank you for feeling my pain. I am feeling pain today. I kind of had fantasies that I would like be doing a little uh, gloss and polish today and then take tomorrow off. <laughs> but no. So, so I think I found a way to solve this problem. And and normally I would talk very specifically about how I'd solve the problem and what the problem is, but I didn't want to, um, I don't want to spoiler the book. I don't want to affect how people go into the book reading it. So there's that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's my, my turmoil of the morning. So I've already been sipping coffee. I started in, um, did I even remember to say it was my first cup of coffee? <laughs> Cause it was a lie. I started while I was talking to Jim. I'm like, okay, I need coffee. I need to get my head clear. So today's podcast is not any kind of beautifully organized year end wrap up. Like, uh, I understand uh, Leslie Penelope did a nice uh, year-end wrap-up, and I will not be doing that today because I am instead going to be uh, going into this panic revision. But And I'm not sure what I would say for a, a year-end wrap-up anyway. On Tuesday, I did talk about how I... Uh, you know, ended up writing something for the acknowledgments of the promised queen uh, that was kind of like the year end wrap up for me, you know, like what is the pandemic year been like um, and the ways that it's affected things. <laughs> oh, so now Donna's added, it's good to hear that someone with your experience has the same issues. I don't feel alone. Yeah. Don't feel alone. Um, you know, one of the, the great truths of, I think probably of being any creative, but I can mostly speak for being a writer is that, um, you know, each book is different and you find that there are struggles with each one. You, you run into, um, new problems all the time. And I suppose you could argue that if you are not running into new problems, then you are, not stretching or not growing. Oh, and look, Kelly is here. Hi, Kelly Robson. She said, we're all in the same boat. Yeah, that's true. And I talked to Kelly back and forth. We chat uh, during the day. It's nice to see you here, Kelly. I know I'm in the shadows. I should have a ring, ring light. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you know that Kelly will talk about the struggles that she's having with her books and her stories. And, you know, it's like, 
if we're not always working at it, if we are not struggling to to make the book better, then arguably we are just writing the same thing we wrote before. And <clears throat> that's not necessarily anything wrong with that. Some people have built very productive careers out of writing essentially the same book over and over again. We won't name names, but I'm sure you all can think of some of those authors. And yeah, maybe that's satisfying to them. I mean, certainly it's great for making a living, but that doesn't necessarily um, satisfy all the reasons why we are creatives, why we are writers, that sometimes you you know, you choose something or it chooses you because of that pull to make it better, to to do something different. And so with this book, with the Golden Griffin and the Bear Prince and the whole Heirs of Magic series, I have to face that I am doing something that I have not done before, which is have seven protagonists. <laughs> Maybe that was not a good idea, but it does bring its challenges. And so I am just having to figure out the mechanics of making that work for the reader, especially in the beginning. So um, beginnings, beginnings. And I suppose in some ways now that is apropos for this being the end of 2020 podcast and beginnings and endings is what we are talking about today. Um, you know, how do we, how do you start something? How do you start something so that it goes on the way you want it to? That's always a conundrum, right? So um, I think on that note, I am going to go get to work. <laughs> Clearly, I have a lot of work to do. Um, I will remind you all that First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network, and you will find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will be back here tomorrow, uh, 2021. Woohoo! <laughs> we made it through 2020. And, uh, yeah, pretty exciting, huh? So I will talk to you all tomorrow on the brand new new year. You all take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>